0: Good morning. Welcome to another segment of Leftovers. These are from our sermon from Monday, I mean Sunday, May the 1st, uh, and everyone was there, or if not, I hope you've been able to watch it, and we got to meet our new pastor, Anthony, then, and, and we're so excited for he and Emily coming and uh, being a part of our service that Sunday, but I want to go a little bit deeper, and instead of going deeper, I want to kind of tie what I said Sunday to what's going to happen Thursday. Sunday, I mentioned the fact that we are to have the same mind as Christ, that Paul said, that we were to put on the mind of Christ, and that we were to be one in unity and one in love through Christ. And we talked about the only way that we could do that was by allowing the Holy Spirit to control us. But what was Christ like? What was his mind like here on earth? And one of the things we know about him. Is that he often rose very early and went out and prayed he also stayed up late and prayed like he did in the Garden of Gethsemane he was often found to be in prayer talking to his father just as we are to be in prayer and Thursday is National Day of Prayer so I want to share a few scriptures with you and then talk to you just a little bit about how we should be praying possibly James 5 says, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. We don't really realize the power of prayer. If you read James in there, he refers to the fact that Elijah prayed that it would not rain because of the sins of Ahab. And for three and a half years, it did not rain. Then if you know the story, when he had the confrontation on the mountain with Ahab's priest and he prayed for God to send rain, he saw a cloud after seven times of praying, a cloud the size of a man's fist way off in the distance, and he said, you better leave because the rains are coming. And if you read the story, it come a frog strangling gully washer, and it was all because of Elijah's prayer. First John, the apostle that Jesus loved, tells us this is the boldness we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us and whatever we ask, we know that we have obtained the request made of Him. We can come boldly into the throne room of praise as Paul says because of Christ Jesus and the righteousness we have in Him. In Mark, Jesus said this to the disciples. So I tell you, Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it, and it will be yours. And in another place, they tell us that we have not because we ask not. I wonder sometimes, are our prayers too small, too shallow? Do we not pray big, bold enough prayers? Because God's a big God, He can answer big things for us. Of course, most of you know if you've been around church any time, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, famous passage on prayer where it says, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Boy, does America need that right now. Does the world need that, that we turn from our wicked way, pray, seek God, and he hears and heals our land of all the evils that seem to be just manifesting in himself all over the globe. Philippians 4, Paul tells us to not worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, and with thanksgiving, let our requests be made on to God. Something bothering you today? It is me, it seems like I'm praying for God every five minutes. I'm saying, Lord, this is bugging me. Would you do something about it, please? Or would you change me? He tells us, go ahead. Tell Him what you want. And then in First Thessalonians, Paul said, Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of Christ Jesus for you at this time. Pray without ceasing. So, on this National Day of Prayer, I encourage you to pray. And let me just give you a list of some of the things that we might want to be praying for. We may want to be praying for our local churches, especially those within the United Methodist Church as we are looking at a possible split. Those like our church that are receiving new pastors and losing old pastors, we want to pray for them. We want to pray for those pastors that are moving to other places that they would be equipped to lead that church where God wants it to. And for those that are retiring, like myself, pray that God will still use them wherever they go. We want to pray for the families of those who are in extended care, and we have several within our own congregation. We want to pray for those who work in those extended care facilities, such as nursing homes and hospitals and hospice houses and others pray for our doctors and our EMTs as they have been under such a burden with the coronavirus and even though it's let up there are still some uh, vestiges of it around and it seems to be making a comeback in a few places. I want to pray for our school boards. And and right here we have we have three schools within less than a mile of us. Maybe I should say we got five schools or less within two. We have here, just four blocks from the church. We have the middle school and the high school just up across Sogram. We have Watson that's a little further over and we have uh, the one over here on Green Street which is, is it Churchwell? Any e. Roberts. It's Roberts, Any e. Roberts. And then Churchwell's up there off of uh, Banana. So we've got six schools within a fairly easy driving distance of here. Pray for those schools. Pray for the staff. Pray for the teachers. Pray for the the students and and that they'll be alert as they go there. And, You know, Poe County has a lot of students that are homeless, that don't have a place they can home. They they either live with friends or with relatives or in a car or in a hotel. So pray for those that they get the nourishment they need and the support they need so they can do the best they can in the school. I think we need to pray for marriages and families within Polk County and within our world. Uh, Satan's having a field day with us. We have a sister church. We don't mention very much uh, lately with coronavirus, but we have a sister church in Cuba called Quesada. We want to lift them up. We have two other churches that are using our facilities, the New Testament church, which Archie leads, and then the Spanish church. We want to lift both of those up. They're reaching people that you and I uh, don't have contact with people in a language that we can't speak but it's all for Jesus Christ you know about the persecution going on around the world and we definitely want to pray for persecuted Christians whether that be in the Islam countries or whether it be in China or maybe even right here in America has Christians seem to be um, let's don't say persecuted because we don't we don't understand anything what's going on in other worlds but They're certainly being put on the back burner and criticized many times. We have the immigration issue in the world, especially because of the war in the Ukraine. I want to pray for that war in the Ukraine as well as those people running from it. And they're not the only ones. You've got others that are trying to leave the drug lords and the drug cartels in South America and Mexico. You've got those with tyrants over in uh, other parts like Somalia and other parts of the world that are trying to get their families to a place that's safe. We want to pray for those. Pray for our cities and our municipalities. Uh, pray for the city of Lakeland and the decisions they make. I mentioned to you Sunday, we've got 2,000 homes that are be, going to be coming within a, a basically a two-mile radius of here at Lake Gibson. That's a vast mission field. And those are homes that are being built, but there needs to be other homes built, homes that are affordable. Because most of these, um, many people can't afford to rent on them. We want to pray for our county our state you know the issues going on within our state with all the arguments our nation do I even need to talk about Congress or the Senate or the or any of the other things going on or some of the problems that are going on within our legal system and judicial system the way it's working out we want to continue to pray for our law enforcement people Thank God for Grady Judd here. He may be hard, but at least we have a fairly safe county to live in. Continue to lift him up and lift all of our law enforcement up. We read every day. Every day I think I read where some other law enforcement officer has been shot or killed in the line of duty. We want to pray for them. And of course, the issues going on between races, political, other things that are dividing us, the poor, the homeless, the hungry. Those who are exploited, orphans and widows, victims of crime—you know all of those. So, pray for these this day. Lift, lift them up in prayer on the National Day of Prayer and every other day. And don't forget our prayer journal. Which, if you're on the prayer team, you have the prayer journal, or it's printed uh, once a month at least and put in the North Act so that you can get it there. I want to pray for those? So. If you will, join me in prayer at this time. And I'm just going to pray very quickly. I'm not going to go through all this right now, but I just want to give a quick prayer. Father, we come to you. Lord, may we heed your word this day. May we love you with all of our heart, our mind, our soul, and our strength, and may we love our neighbors as ourselves. May we show forgiveness to others as well as forgiveness to ourselves. May we have mercy on all the living, and all those that are sick, and give grace to everyone. May your light, the world, be seen in us as we take your word to those in need. And we lift all those needs we've mentioned before you, Lord, in a special way. We lift our churches before you, our pastors. They're on the front lines, battling evil, trying to produce good and trying to make disciples for Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Pray for those who are sick, whatever the disease may be. Pray for their families, even now that you would give them grace this day. and maybe someone to step in to give them an encouraging word or a couple of hours off or some good advice, some help where they may need it. Pray for our armed services serving around the world, asking you to protect them, our law enforcement, as well as our emergency personnel, our doctors, our nurses, our caregivers, Thank you for the jobs that they do. We lift them before you. And Lord, I pray for I pray for the people of Ukraine. Even now, as I have been praying, I pray that you would move all parties involved. Move their hearts. Turn their heart as you do a river. Turn their heart toward peace. And may peace be seen in that area. And may it be given the glory to you for what you bring about. You know the many other things going on, the things that are bothering each and every one of us that are on our hearts, on our minds. We lift them before you. And I want to say a special special prayer for our secretary, Christy. Just lift her up at this time as she's going through some trials here. And we just pray for healing there. Now as we go, let us give you the glory. We ask it in your holy name. Amen.